K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got a Welcome back to another exciting episode of Black on Both Sides. I'm one half of your host, King Kunta 3X. The other half of your host is my esteemed colleague, my right-hand man, my toucan Sam, my ace in the hole, my main man, world-renowned, locally known, universally accepted, Mr. Bionis. What up, B? What's going on, man? Kunta says that I have too much energy tonight, so this might be a bad show because we're like polar opposites right now. Well, you know, I don't want to say that. You you want to let the uh, those out there in the out there world know how you get hyped up for Black <laughs> on Both Sides podcast. Which what was that you was jamming earlier, B? A little bit. What was that, that thing you was jamming? A little bit of that amethyst, man. A little bit of amethyst, amethyst. man. The B sides because I ain't heard that one. Yo, I don't was know. That hit? I don't know. I just put in amethyst, and that's what popped up, man. Because I didn't hear Nate Dog, and as you all know, if if it if you know if Nate Dog don't spit, well. <laughs> It's not a hit. I gotta Keep get myself. Listeners. I gotta get myself ready with some some amethyst, man. She pumps me up. You and Clifford, man. Speaking <laughs> of Clifford, did I read correctly that now there's some new Georgia law in the books or proposed law that you can't have quote unquote purity tests <laughs> at a medical examination? Come on, man. Like, what are you doing, Clifford? Why? Clifford's law. Every time he tries to be like Big Rube or on some like you know some. Uh, I don't know. Who's he trying to be like? Let me think. I don't know. Who, who's Clifford Harris trying to be? He talks too much to be Jay-Z. He's trying to be, he's trying to, he's trying to drop jewels. He's trying to be like, I don't, I don't even know. It's like some DJ Khaled before we canceled him. Did you, did you, did you get that, that, that memo when we canceled DJ Khaled? I didn't get the memo, but he's saying less and less. And I see him less and less. Yeah, canceled, man. Yeah. But Came you- out talking cash shit about Tyler, the creator. Oh, and wow. Tyler Creator's album came out number one, and Khaled had his bundle with some bullshit, and somehow or another he didn't like how the how the records were being counted, and he started to cash loose shit about Tyler Creator. Oh wow! And he forgot one thing: that nigga DJ Khaled ain't black, black. He French Montana black, and they ain't the same shit. He's not any of that. But you know what's funny though about um about um Tip is that um I, no sir, Mister Harris, whoever. It's it's just very odd to me that I Tip mean, has been gone for quite some time, sir. <laughs> I ain't seen Tip since <laughs> since you know that UGK remix right front to back. So Tip versus Ti Tip lost. He got yeah Tip yeah he's gone. <laughs> All I yeah. know is, is this man was a I guess an informant or something or a cooperator. He got out of jail early or whatever, and you know what I'm saying he had a TV show that. that Per, that that hit, said, "Hey, we want more snitches. Here's how you do it. Here's the number. You can use my name. Tell him I tell him I told tell him Tip told you to call. So I mean, you know, honestly, I don't care about that snitching thing. I'm not I'm not in the life. I know you so, don't. That's why I'm trying to see where this is going. I'm not in the life, but I'm just saying it. It would seem though that if there were someone to cancel, it wouldn't it be the guy that you say you're not supposed to do what he's doing. He had a TV show that was basically the snitch TV show. In the words of the of that great." comic book writer Stan Lee everybody's comic is someone's first comic book this podcast is someone's first podcast for those that do not know I don't know how you could but my co-host here be honest is an established oh boy zone six nigga talking about he understand about that life and about snitches and the snitches and the stitches <laughs> yeah get out of here with that sir we don't believe you yeah Cliff had to be out he had to, he had, you know some people had to go in for him to be out I'm okay with that 
the world needs Clifford Harris. Right. No, that's not true. I, I went too far. I don't. No, I, don't I, I, I would, I would venture that he's top 10 Atlanta. I would venture he's top 100 all time, top 50 all time. Of Atlanta? No, what no, no. Mean? Uh, okay, top 10 Atlanta all time. But I would venture he's in maybe top 50 all time rappers. I might I might loosen that to one hundred if you if you feel like that fifty nine I don't think so but I don't I don't I don't really know what we're doing now I would say he's one of the know. best to ever I don't do know it where this is going I would say Ti is one of the best to ever do it you know I'm I'm not gonna write out a list because you know you just got this idea this is like you know my five year old she's like, I have an idea I have an idea yeah no I'm not gonna write out the other ninety nine rappers who are better than Ti I don't need you to but do you feel like he's top fifty. In Atlanta? No, period. Sure. Period. No, come Hell on. no. Atlanta top 50? There probably already are 50 artists in Atlanta. So let's segue here. Let's segu. I'm not fucking with this. <laughs> you and Clifford. Um, did you hear that shit about Nick Cannon and Eminem? I've uh, not really heard it, but I've heard a few of the, um, I guess they would be called diss tracks, if you want to call them that. I didn't listen uh, no, to Eminem's. No. From, I, from Nick? No, no. Well, he, from, it wasn't even him. He wasn't even, well, he was on at the end. It was like a bunch of Wild and Out guys, I think. And then he came in and did Renegade. He did like redid Renegade in his voice with his words. You know what, what uh, Marshall said? Marshall Mather said? What did he say? He only said one thing. It just, and it was, a, it was a tweet. It says, I've never heard anybody say, yo, play that Nick Cannon. Yeah. That's a true statement. That's, that is factual, man. I don't. Can you think of a Nick Cannon hit? Gigolo, but no black people mess with, with Nick Cannon. Was that based on him or. You know Robert's piece of that. I think that was Robert's. The Robert so Robert too. made that song sing, and um, he I think was it just was on Robert it. featuring Nick Cannon. And if it wasn't that way, that's certainly how the song felt. Yeah, it wasn't that, but that's how it felt. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is like a DJ Khaled song remix with Luda. Right. That could it could have been the full circle people. It could have been any artist on that song, and it would have been a hit. Yeah. Basically, pretty much, you know, Robert was good at that. Yeah. But right now, Robert is just working on, feverishly working on uh, the Christmas program <laughs> in the uh, Cook County Correctional Facility. And I got to tell you, <laughs> some people are getting, you know, a cold splash of reality knowing how serious he is about hitting them damn sixes. <laughs> I digress. Oh, so is, 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 is Robert smashed? Is he going to get smashed on or is is he like Godfather he status? To, no, he had the money. He had the stash box money. You know, he had the money that's not on the books. I ought to keep his booty safe for, I don't know, at least going in, at least a couple years. How long do you think he's going to get? He's not going to get more than five years. Oh, he's not coming out. Ever? No. Get the hell out of here. Come on. They man. keep finding more shit. And the more they look at him, this, they'll just keep finding more shit. He might get five years, maybe. Well, let's look. Let's review. Bill Cosby, maybe roofied a woman 25 years ago. Prison, prison. R. Kelly, getting busted for some shit he probably did like 10, 15 years ago. Going to prison, prison. Fed charges. R. Kelly ain't Harvey got no- Weinstein. $25 million settlement. Peace out, bitches. <laughs> R. Kelly is about Oprah oil. Winfrey's. Uh, now she's doing a new. Special targeting, um, oh, who was it? It wasn't Kelly. 
Kelly Rowland? No, it might be Bill Cosby again. I'm not sure. But Oprah is doing some new um, listeners. So you don't know, people out there in out there world. King Kunta actually feels like hot shit. So heads up, this episode, I will not be looking shit up. One would say I'm shooting from <laughs> my hip. That's Surely. A, that's an inside joke. Right. So Oprah is doing some new expose on some black man. I think it might be Bill Cosby. I'm not 100% sure. And she's getting dragged in the Twitter sphere, Negro Twitter, because everybody's like, hey, Oprah, do you got any of those exposés for your good buddy Harvey? Right. I don't, oh, no. Nah, he's just kissing him on the cheek. Does anybody okay. care what Oprah thinks anymore? Honestly, I was about to say that. I don't think anybody cares. Well, no one with balls. But other than that, probably. I don't know, man. Even the uh, white women. We, have, we don't run those circles, B. The white women have moved away from Oprah. Nobody cares. Are you sure? Have you asked around? No. Exactly. <laughs> Not at so all. I got to tell you, you know, I was on CNN and her Oprah's, what do they call it? They call it Oprah's, Oprah's best, Oprah's, Oprah's, the, the, the things Oprah's excited about, like a, a list of things that she likes for people to see if they like. Yeah, but she could have bought Literally. that time. But, but, but who, someone's giving a shit? Yeah, the person who could cash that check. Shit, yeah, we'll I give her guess, 15 man. minutes. I'm saying Oprah's hitting out there to somebody. Oprah okay. and Tyler Perry are just out there just doing it. Okay. Speaking of just doing it, have you seen that image going around of Kanye West uh, dressed up kind of like an extra in an in a early 2000s Missy misdemeanor Elliot video? <laughs> It's like painted silver. It's like wearing a silver garbage bag. Have you seen that? I thought he was in the Wiz or something. And that was the, the thing. Are they just joking? When they said that. I don't know what that's about. I was hoping you would know. I thought. I thought I, I, I heard saw the images. They don't look doctored. I'm like, what's this nigga doing? I think he's playing the Tin Man in the Wiz. If, if I'm not mistaken, that could have just been somebody joking though. No, I thought he was. Uh, wasn't he supposed to do some sort of Trinity Broadcasting Network? Uh, <laughs> biblical tell? No, you're laughing, but that's a thing. And wasn't he supposed to be? Some biblical person, Nicodemus, I want to say. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that was a thing. Dr. I um, guess. Dr. Umar said Kanye needed to sit down with his white wife. Well, Kim's not white, correction. She's not white. Well, he said not black wife. Not white. Not, not black wife. He didn't say white. He said not black wife. Which, and she's not black. Judges, going to the scorecards. We'll let it pass. Uh, one thing I am <laughs> noticing about Kanye, that is getting fat, fat. He don't, God, God he's, he's full of God. No, he's full of that chicken. He's full of shit. The gospel bird. Do you see that picture of him at Diddy's 50th birthday party? Nope. And it's like, uh, it's like Kanye, who's clearly rotund. Um, Pharrell, who's got his hair dyed blonde again, I don't know. Diddy, living his best life. Um, they don't want to say Jay-Z. You didn't see that? I didn't see any of that. I was um. Everyone I, looks happy except who? Jay Z. Like nigga, you didn't tell me you was inviting Kanye or Mari West to this shit. We don't get a we don't get along no more. I think he's so, just got other stuff on his mind. He's 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 in a different realm as those guys now. He's not he's not in, he's no longer an entertainer. And they're all still. I understand what you're saying, but there's some people Jigga don't fuck with. <laughs> Kanye Omarion West happens to be one of those people right now. Yeah. Oh, your boy Clifford might have been there too. Yeah. <clears throat> Everybody's happy. 
not Jigga. What does Jigga think about it? He's like, this shit right here, I'm making moves, and you got me with this fool. Speaking of uh, Diddy and 50, hey, man, I really need him to stop. I really need uh, Sean to stop posting all this Kim Combs shit. Wait, her name's not Kim Combs. All this Kim stuff. I need him to stop. Right. It's At this point, it's like, do you just want us to pretend that we didn't know that she was an ancient nigga with this woman for all these years and all these children? That we just want trust, we just supposed to pretend that shit didn't happen? No, it's just guilt, man. It's just guilt coming out. We had a whole ass Cassie until like two years ago. But whatever, man. I don't know. It's, it's getting bizarre. No, I said guilt. I'll let I'll let it stand for this birthday, but somebody need to get this nigga off Twitter. I was like, okay, I'll stop it already. Move on. Keep this shit internal. Inside man, get me a karate man. Like Butter Ray Love, get me a karate man. Got a bruise on the inside. On the inside. Classic movie, by the way. Um, what else is going on in them streets? Uh, Lakers are doing well. I believe they put the boots to the ass of your of your Atlanta Hawks today in Atlanta. Did you did you feel that? I didn't feel you it at that? all. Because who you cares? It at all? Yeah, our team is very young, and we're missing our center. So, yeah, that sounds like excuses. No, nah, just um, for young. We're, we're we're building. The Lakers last year were building. We didn't. We didn't no, talk they about, weren't. They blew all of that shit up. We didn't talk about that at all last you, year. But now you ready to talk? Huh? You and you, everybody else, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you too, Luke. <laughs> you rub it and touch it and feel it on all the goddamn female staff. We can't have that shit. Um, yeah, man. So, uh, do you see the, uh, all the uh, hoopla surrounding Bronny, his son? Nope, nothing. Yeah, there's like some uh, game, some game that was set up yesterday. Like I think between uh, Bronny's team, which is based out here in LA, and, uh, and and LeBron's old high school team, which is Saint Saint was it Saint Vincent, Saint Mary, Saint John, Saint Vincent, something out, out in Ohio. First off, have you seen Bronny play ball? Do you even know what he looks like? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's pretty big and he's pretty good. No, he's not pretty big. I mean, he's bigger than you, but he's not pretty big. He's pretty big. He's a kid. He's a little kid. I mean, he's, he's not a big. freshman in high school and he's, he goes about 6'2". That's pretty big. A, a 6'2 freshman? Not if your daddy is 6'9". His dad is 6'8", but still. His mom is uh, not 6'9". No, nine. no, they updated. Whatever. They updated? They're here there. <laughs> so he's 6'9 so, now? Yeah, they they did the uh, I they did the updated numbers, and I think he's still I think he still stayed at about six six nine. He came in at six eight, but he's been whatever. Not the point. Your dad is six eight to six nine, and you're six two. I don't know, man. I mean, he's uh, it's much different game than his dad. He's he's more of a of a perimeter scorer. That's everybody though. That's that's basketball now. Well, his dad still likes to impose his will on people. He's not a He's not a physically imposing specimen. That's what I'm saying. He's not okay. physically imposing. Right. At the at the same age, his dad was taller. Um, you know, Bronny is benefiting obviously from having, living a good life, eating the best of everything, having the best of everything, and so his his game is going to be a little bit different. Well, it is a lot different than his dad's, and I'm just you know be interesting to see how it shakes out, and quite frankly, if it's good enough. From what I can see, he will likely get a D1 uh, Scully. Of course. He would get that regardless. Yeah. Uh, but I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know if this is gonna be a handoff from 
father to son, I don't see that yet. His game doesn't have a wow factor to me. Shout out LeVar Ball. He called it, and, I'm, and I don't disagree with him. All right. Again, <laughs> for those who have not listened to this podcast, I apologize. Those that have, we've talked about this shit, LeVar Ball and his sons in detail. So for those that have been with Rock with us since we were talking about that, you know full well what Beyonce thinks about LeVar. You know what I think about LeVar. And you know what we think about LaMelo, Jello, Ocello, <laughs> and Zoe. He did say, though, that name another dad whose son was as good as the dad. It's not real. It has never happened. There have been very few basketball players who have been as good as their dad or not. You know what I'm saying? Like the dad was great and the son you was great. You don't to say it that way. The, the dad was great and the son was great. Go ahead. I'll wait. Uh, Bill Walton, Lou Walton, nope. <laughs> Dale Curry, Seth Curry, nope. It was the other way around. Wait a minute. Are you trying to say the son surpasses the father or the father surpasses the son? Usually the great dad is way better than the son. The, the difference in Dale Curry and Steph Curry was Dale Curry was great, but only like he was the bottom level great. Steph Curry is, you know, potentially one of the greatest ever. So, well, I, I, maybe what you mean is that. We're talking about Rushmore people. So obviously, unless you're on the basketball Mount Rushmore, there's room, there's levels of greatness. Right. MJ's kids wasn't going to happen. <laughs> LeBron's kids, it's probably not going to happen. Exactly. And LeVar Shaq's it. kid. No. Uh, Sharif O'Neal is a bad boy. He's not going to be better than Shaq. Come on. No. No, yeah. he's not. Okay. And, and they have, he has a different game, but he's... You know, he's going to, yeah. And uh, Manute Bowles' kids. Bobo? Yeah. <laughs> they will at least be as good as, well, Bobo has a shot to be at least as good as his dad. And his that's dad wasn't not great, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, oh, look at this tall African dude doing <laughs> tall stuff because he's so damn tall. Taller than everybody that's, else. Now, that's trying to on, do the same stuff. That's black on both sides because I guarantee you Manute Bowles is black on the inside. Shit. If he man. if he Manute could, killed the goddamn lion. I ain't talking shit about Manute Ball. Rest in peace. <laughs> he didn't kill no damn lion. What are you talking about? You have about? to do that in the tribe. This that's this that's a tribal uh rite of passage. Manute Ball did not kill a damn lion. I need to see video. What do they proof. call the African tribe? The people that they they they, 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 they jump up and down and jump really high. Acai warriors, something that's the tribe he's from, if I'm not mistaken. Video, my nigga. If you ain't got video, stop. A video of 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 Manute Bull engage in a, a tribal yes. rite of passage yes. out on the goddamn Serengeti killing a it. lion. I, need to I see don't it. have the video. The shit never happened. Okay. <laughs> I need to see it. <laughs> never mind the fact we talking about Manute Bull, who's older than both of us, or would be if he was alive. <laughs> they didn't have camera phones or even VHSs when he would be doing this shit. So nobody in the tribe has killed a lion recently when they had Instagram. Ain't no Instagram in Serengeti. Come on, man. I need to see. You're that. talking about Manute Bowl specifically. I don't know what they do now. They didn't. They did not have people because that kill Akon lions. Akon is putting a cell phone in everybody's hand in Africa. I need you to understand. Let's talk about Akon, man. Let's oh. give Akon some goddamn flowers. <laughs> okay, fine. You want to skip this dudes killing lions? Nah, thing. man. You being ridiculous. Manute Bowl killed a lion. I'm sticking to it. Don't gotta believe it. Whatever. We'll never know. Only two people that know. That's the lion and Manute Bowl, and they're both dead. So there you have it. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Akon, man. You know, this nigga's like really black Iron Man. He's like black Tony Stark. Okay, no, I won't do it that way because you can say who gives a fuck. He's like the black Elon Musk, only better. Oh, much better. He's building a, a, a country. Did you know that? I didn't know he's building well, a country. Well, maybe it's not a country. I guess it's a city. He's called an Akon City. I believe it. 
he's building his own private Wakanda. Why why is King Kunta calling saying that Akon's building his own private Wakanda? This thing is like brought power by himself. Yeah. And the people he's associated with pulled tech people together and brought power and powered cities that had no power. Yeah. He's bringing technology to these cities. Yeah. And his technology is so advanced uh, that he's now decided to just fuck it. I'm going to build my own utopian city at some country in Africa. And hey, come holler at your boy or probably not. Because you and I both know you can't get into Wakanda unless you're from Wakanda. Who, who, you and who both know? I don't know that. Yes, you do. You watch Black Panther. You know I this. I did not know that. I saw that white dude who was like the, the he got in. How did he get in? I don't know. He walked in, I guess. No. They snuck him in? The secrets, yes, he sat snuck in by someone who wasn't. Not the point. Point is, Akon building Wakanda <laughs> somewhere out in Africa. And it's like, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go on record here, B. I don't fucking like Akon because in what? the mid-2000s, I thought he was trying to destroy me with his horrible music. And then just when I thought it was safe to come outside, he introduced the world to Lady Gaga. But I was wrong about Akon. Akon is not a businessman. He's a business man. And I really, you know, appreciate what he's trying to do for our underdeveloped societies, underdeveloped cities throughout Africa. Yeah. And did you know that he offered to try to bring power to Puerto Rico after the uh, the damage, and he was denied by the United States government? I believe it, but you know what though? While you were hating him in the in the nineties or whatever, he was actually employing ex convicts. That's what the name Convict Records was. He he uh, he uh, employed first time, second time offenders. That's what he did. So you get out of prison, you come work for Convict Records. So while you were hating him, he was already doing great stuff. Oh, you know what he sounds like to me? Sounds like a modern day Nipsey Hussle. Um, no, nigga. Nipsey Hussle was nowhere on the level of of Akon. Nowhere close. Stop it. It's about employing. We just specifically talking about the lane of employing convicts. Okay, yeah, yes. he did it. He did it first, but yeah, I'll give you that. You don't actually. Nipsey Nip was young. A younger Mias was young then. Yeah, not the point. Uh, but yeah. So, but but in real shit, real walkie talkie, as they say out here on the radio, you should do yourself a favor if you don't know what Akon is doing in the continent of Africa and Google that nigga. Yeah. That nigga really think he's T'Challa out here and he's really trying to build Wakanda and I'm here for all of it. Absolutely. And it's actually um, real, not fake like Black Panther. Yeah, real shit. You can go, you won't be able to go see that shit unless he gets hated on, which he may. You know what happens, B? People get hatred in their heart. They don't want to see shit come to fruition. Yeah. I hope not. So, I hope not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of people interested in that. Maybe that's why he had to do a city versus something bigger. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, what he should do is do it on an island. Crazy billion, white billionaires do that shit all the time. Anyway, moving forward, uh, that's not why you guys tune into Black on Both Sides. Let's talk about the shit that is reshaping the history books right now at this second each passing second we are entering in a new phase of american history where it appears that beyond a shadow of a doubt articles of impeachment will be voted on in the united states house of representatives at some point next week the vote will likely be along party lines 
and Donald John Trump will become the third president in the history of our country to have been impeached by the United States House of Representatives. Potentially. No, there's no potential to it. The articles have been were debated. They've been drafted. They will go to the floor probably Wednesday or Thursday. The vote will be likely along party lines with little to no defectors on each side. And then the impeachment articles will be will so, be what they are. So even though so you said there's, there's no, a vote, you say there's still not a chance. It's going that way. No, because if they were going to stop, they would not have. Uh... All right, so let's get into it. So this past week, you had the House Judiciary Committee uh, begin the process of drafting up articles in which they presented two articles uh, of impeachment, potentially. One is for an abuse of power, uh, and the other is for obstruction of Congress. Let's talk about the easier to define first, obstruction of Congress. The obstruction of Congress is targeted to uh, Donald Trump and the Trump administration's categorical refusal to provide any witnesses or documents from the executive branch, which means the White House, which means the Department of Justice, um, which means uh, NSA, uh, any anything under the executive branch of government, he prevented people from coming to testify, and he withheld all of their documents, specifically in connection or responsive to congressional-issued subpoenas in connection with this impeachment inquiry. That has never been done. In Nixon impeachment, in the Nixon impeachment inquiry and in the Clinton impeachment inquiry, there were documents and witnesses provided by President Nixon and President Clinton to provide, quote-unquote, exculpatory evidence. Exculpatory is a $50 word that says evidence that says, hey, you guys got it wrong. I didn't do anything here. Nothing to see. The Trump administration did not even do that. As you recall from the very beginning that this started, he, uh, the Trump administration has taken the same tack that it did with the Mueller report, which is, this is all as Trump's words, a hoax, nothing to see here. It's a witch hunt. I'm not going to participate. No one's going to talk. Um, during the investigation stage of this, when it was before the Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi, Speaker of the House Pelosi, said, any efforts by this president not to comply with lawfully issued subpoenas and prevent people from uh, testifying would lead to an adverse inference and will also have a consequence. Well, that consequence was the second article of impeachment for obstruction of Congress. The first article of impeachment is the abuse of power article. Abuse of power is a broad term. Underneath abuse of power, there could include uh, bribery, which is asking someone for something, someone for something of value in exchange for an act. Uh, this is where you talk about bribery or the quote-unquote quid pro quo that's been thrown about. Specifically, the abuse of power would be in connection with Donald Trump using the office of the, uh, of the presidents of the United States to essentially strong-arm one country, the Ukraine specifically, and request other countries, China, to look into uh, his potential presidential opponents in the upcoming election, specifically Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, in connection with a debunk theory uh, <clears throat> that the Ukrainian government was somehow uh, influ attempting to influence the United States elections. 
Um, so the abuse of power is not straightforward. And it gives, I would guess, uh, a lot of leeway to put in all kinds of evidence about a course of dealings of things that Trump does that shows that he's not using the office of the president for the people, but uses it for himself personally. That's why I presume it was written so broadly. The obstruction of Congress article is pretty damn clear. You know, that's, there are three co-equal branches of government. Um, the executive branch, which is the president, uh, the judiciary branch, uh, which is Supreme Court and the courts, and Congress, congressional branch, all three co-equal. means one's not higher than the other. And with regards to subpoenas, there's a lot of talk made by President Trump's defenders that he's really only exercising a lawful right to have something adjudicated, meaning ruled on by a court, on whether or not he would have to produce things in connection with a uh, congressional subpoena. Well, that's just not accurate. The Supreme Court has already settled long, long ago, back with Nixon, that congressional subpoenas are valid specifically when they're in connection with an impeachment inquiry or impeachment uh, conduct. The, the, the subpoenas must be uh, obeyed, and they weren't. So Donald Trump wanted a long, drown-out court um, battle where you, you he, he, uh, he objects and loses, objects and loses, and appeals and appeals and appeals against the Supreme Court, and he wanted to do that. On, with every subpoena that was issued, and the Democrats and the judiciary and the investigate and the um, intel committees didn't want to do that. With me so far, I'm with you. All right, so a lot of good two articles. Even what? I said a lot of good information. Yeah, I've been living with this thing for a bit. So two articles <laughs> were presented last week to the House Judiciary Committee. And those two articles were then put forward for amendment, a markup is what they call it. Now, in the context of a markup, you have the members of the Judiciary Committee essentially put forth things they would like to see added or taken away. Edits. Unsurprisingly, the Democrats wanted no edits, uh, whereas the Republicans wanted all the edits. So what this turned into was essentially hours of testimony that was televised of people making speeches. The speeches fell into two categories. I'll let you tell me which ones you think be applied to who. Two categories of speeches. Speech one is, um, this is all uh, process here. The process here is terrible. The process was never followed. There's no, it's not fair to the president have to deal with this. Uh, he doesn't have fair representation. Uh, you know, he, he, he has a right, you know, he has a right to be able to defend himself. He has not been allowed that right to defend himself. That's one side. The other side is this president has engaged in conduct that specifically was prohibited by the framers of this constitution. The one thing that they feared was foreign election to our Foreign interference into our election, and this president has done it several times publicly. And if we don't stop him now, he will continue to do that in the next election. That's obvious. So clearly, <laughs> <laughs> that's obvious. Those are not the same arguments. So, so here's the problem that I had as somebody that tries to be rational some of the time. 
is that if you want to make it a, pro a process argument, and just so you know, that was the argument made by the Republicans. The process here is flawed. We didn't get to call the witnesses we wanted. We didn't get to cross-examine the way we wanted. Everybody in our party that's a, that's a congressperson didn't get to look at all the evidence. You know, the Democrats had evidence they didn't share with us. Where is the whistleblower? By the way, most of this is not true. At almost every deposition uh, or interview, it was split 50-50, meaning the Democrats had half the time to ask questions. The Republicans have had the time to ask questions about whoever was brought in to give a testimony, uh, be it a deposition or, or a, a public testimony. Both sides had lawyers. The people that were not allowed to be a part of it were the people that were not part of the committees that were doing these things. The president was asked multiple times if he'd like to you know, submit people to testify on his behalf. As I said earlier, the White House said, hell no. No, no. So this process argument that the process – oh, by the way, be honest. Did you know that there are no really clear rules for how this goes on? Which part? All of it, you mean? The entire process? All of it. All oh. of it. There's well, no real clear rules on how you can conduct this. You can kind of do your own thing. Well, I kind of I kind of recognize that because, I, to be honest, this is my first time really, really, really paying attention to testimonies. And um, a lot of it was just people grandstanding. There weren't a lot of real questions being asked. It was really, um, I'm going to ask a question, and then I'm going to tell you what I, I think in my question. Because it's really a question I wish you'd ask me. But I'm going to pretend like I'm asking it to you so that I can then explain how I feel. And that just doesn't seem like very much of a... a a court hearing to me. It sounds more like a... Well, it's not a court thing. hearing. I know, I that's know. A, that's a great thing you pointed out. And a lot of people are confused and thinking that, well, you know, well, this is there's some hearsay here. Hearsay means someone saying something. So basically someone getting information secondhand. That's the best way to say it. Right. The legal definition is an out-of-court statement offered for the truth of veracity uh, for which it's made. Same thing. Someone told someone something secondhand and we're trying to rely on, relying on secondhand information. Right. This is not a court proceeding. Even if it were, you don't know what rules of evidence, evidence or, or rules of evidence would allow hearsay objections. They don't apply here. And even if they did, there are all kinds of exceptions to hearsay, all sorts of reasons. A big one is a statement against own, a statement against self-interest, meaning you overheard me say something that would be terrible for me to say about myself, almost an admission that I did something bad. That can come in. So there are, there are all sorts of exceptions to this. And the Republicans took this process argument to the mat that it's fair. They couldn't call witnesses. Not true. They didn't have a chance to be in there. Not true. They couldn't ask questions. Not true. I mean, the biggest person who did not present evidence to help himself is Donald John Trump. Right. Now let's look at what the Democrats did. Um, <clears throat> they uncovered people making all kinds of statements. A lot of them are dangerous statements. Oh, most of these people that were making statements were officials appointed by Donald John Trump. That's what's getting lost here. Is that these witnesses that the Democrats are so that have apparently you know ginned up or created? They're all appointees. These witnesses, each and every one of them, to their position by Donald John Trump. 
Most of these witnesses relied on Ambassador Bill Taylor, Colonel Vinman. Uh, they've lived their life in a nonpartisan way to, to do the business they have to do as members of the State Department, as ambassadors, as working in the White House. Do they have political views? Probably. Can they bring them to work? No, they can't. Why? Because they have more than one boss. And sometimes that boss loses the election. This is how our state governments worked the last hundred or so years. This is, this is how we, these are the people that keep our country safe in some respect. Okay. These are the non-military arm of people that make sure that the United States' interests and the United States plays well with other people in the world because we are part of the world. Right. These are the people that had issues with the comments that were made by Donald John Trump on the July 25th call. These are the people that had issues with the activity before the call in connection with withholding military aid to the tune of almost $400 million and also to withhold with something that's very, very important, a visit to the White House of a newly elected president whose country is currently in a hot war with Russia. He needed to be able to go to the White House and say so that people could see, look, America cares about its ally in the Ukraine as it fights Russia. So the White House visit and the aid were held up. Um, Ukrainians were aware of it. They were aware of it. Um, before the July 25th call. They certainly are aware of it shortly thereafter. The fact that the Ukrainian president can't, you know, today says that he didn't feel any pressure, that is, that's because he's in the same position, that he doesn't know if Trump's going to be reelected or not. He can't afford to piss anybody off. Best he can do is to either say nothing or pair at the party line, which is nothing happened here. Uh, so... A lot of witnesses came forward who were on the call. A lot of witnesses came forward who regularly deal with Ukraine. All of these are Trump appointees. They had a problem with what they saw. And is this impeachable at that point? I don't know. But these are facts. These are facts that need to be assessed by people logically and reasonably and then to make a determination of whether or not that conduct rises sufficiently to a level where the president of the United States should be impeached and eventually removed from office. Now, when B said earlier that I was down, this is the reason why I'm down. Be honest, did you, in whatever you saw, did you ever hear anyone on a, a try to talk about the actual facts would happen, whether or not those facts rose to the level of impeachment. Is that, is that, you know, did you ever hear any of that type of conversation about the actual facts? I can't say that I did. Instead, what you heard was a party reciting the facts that they believe came from the investigation. Then you heard another party reciting that the process is flawed. And because the process is so flawed, you know, they shouldn't be participating in this at all. Right. So what we have here is conduct that's very grave and serious. And both parties are not willing to talk about if that conduct 
arises to a level to where the president of the United States should be impeached and removed. What that means to me is that politics in this country have become so tribal that we now no longer can talk about objectively what's right and what's wrong. Yeah. Almost none of the Republicans in the entire party that holds a public office was willing to say what Donald Trump did on the July 25th phone call asking for do us a favor, though, was objectively wrong. The only person that has said anything close to that is Mitt Romney, who's a new senator from Utah, and perhaps one other congressperson whose name skips my mind right now. But by and large, no one who's a Republican will even say, who holds an office, will even say, hey, yeah, he shouldn't have done that on that phone call. Now, there's a big difference with saying you should not have done that to where, and as a result, you should be impeached. Two things can be true. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, as you guys say all the time. Yeah, you could say, hey, he shouldn't have done that, but we shouldn't impeach him. Right. But we can't even get to he shouldn't have done that. We can't even get to the facts. Right. At all. And so what you have is the worst possible thing. This is DEFCON 5. This is the thing the framers of the Constitution, in my opinion, could never have figured out, is that politics would become so partisan and tribal that one of the co-equal branches of government would give up its own power to protect the executive who happened to, you know, who happened to be of a party that that branch, 50% of that branch was tied to. In other words, the framers thought we would be objective for the most part. The framers never imagined, in my opinion, a situation where we've got clearly a set of bad facts that need to be debated vigorously and gotten to the bottom of. Right. But because Donald Trump has now achieved Ronald Reagan status, I think if history uh, will look back, if future people will look back at this point in history and say that they're, just as there were Reagan Republicans, they're going to be Trump Republicans. You're not a Republican. You're a Trump Republican. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. That's why so many of them are retiring. So there was no debate, to be honest, and that's why you saw what you saw. You saw one side trying to talk about the facts as it thought it had them, and the other side talking about the entire process is, is you know, was flawed from the beginning. So we're not going to get to the facts. Miss Trump. That's what I see. So... And the Clinton impeachment, B, you remember how, why Bill Clinton got impeached? He lied about getting a blowjob. Right. That's not why it started. It started about some real estate investigations, and that's where they wound up. But even in that, there were people on both sides who said, okay, that was wrong. Okay, maybe she'd be impeached for that. And if you go back to the Nixon impeachment, much different Congress where people knew that they were separate branches they're like, oh, he did this? No, he doesn't. He can't. Executive privilege? Get out of here. No such thing. Where The Constitution says we can do this. Right. So what I'm talking about is essentially um, a slow degradation breakdown of the congressional branch of government to where now it's just become a puppet 
specifically in this case for Donald Trump. There's no more independence from Trump at all. So the articles of impeachment uh, last week, they, 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 you know, they were hearings on, on amending them. They went nowhere. A vote was cast Thursday or Friday. And uh, the two articles were approved as is. They will be going to the House floor for a vote. The articles were approved in the Judiciary Committee along party lines. And uh, those articles of impeachment will be passed next week along party lines. There were two Republican co- uh, Congress people who did not vote for the articles or for the impeachment investigation. Well, one of those individuals, I believe he's from New Jersey, it's just recently been reported that he's going to be switching over to the Republican Party. Huh. Yeah. Why? Because he's from a district that Trump won, and because he's dragged his feet on these on the investigation, he's lost his Democratic support. So that was really all there was for him to do. Right. Vice versa, uh, Congressman, I want to say Justin or Bill Amash was a Republican. But once he decided, hey, this doesn't seem like good conduct, we should look into this. Back with the Mueller report, he had so much backlash he had to become an independent. He had to lead the Republican Party. It's tribalism. Yep. What tribe are you in? Are you a D or an R? You're not a D or an R. What are you, an I? Oh, that's weird. Tribalism. So, the articles of impeachment are coming. And the, how this proceeds in the next step is that once the articles get back, they vote on them next week and they come back with an affirmative vote that uh, the, the articles of impeachment will be ratified by, by Congress along party lines. Senator Pelosi will then have the opportunity to send those up to the Senate for trial at her choosing. Meaning there's no timeline for her to send those to the Senate, but when she sends them to the Senate, they must be set for a trial within the Senate. How does that work? Each senator will be a juror. And the head of the Senate, the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, will be working as a jury foreman, the head juror. The Chief Justice of the Supreme Court uh, will be the presiding judge over this trial. The House of Representatives will have a team of individuals who will present whatever evidence they have to be considered by the jury, which are the senators. President Trump will also have an opportunity to have his own defense there as well. So Mitch McConnell has already said multiple times that he will have no choice but to have set this thing for a trial if they get the articles. Right. It won't pass, though, but yeah. I mean, it won't be voted. It'll Yesterday. Be, it'll, it'll be voted favorably for Trump, but go ahead. Two days ago, um, Mitch McConnell said, quote, I'm working really closely with the White House on how this trial will go. <laughs> what did I tell you, Mitch? Well, what did I tell you the majority leader's role was? Jury foreman. Right. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's back this out. So this is, so basically the Senate is the jury. Juries are supposed to be impartial. You've got the head juror telling you 
he's already working with the, the defendant to, to figure out how to make the trial go smoothly for the defendant. The president is still the boss, man. You don't, you don't, you don't. No, be honest. That goes back to my earlier point, and that's a mistake. And this is what Donald Trump has said all the time, and he's dead ass wrong from the Constitution. The president is not the boss. Yeah, he he's one third of three co-equal branches of government. Right. But as everyone knows, the president is the, the boss. The first article is Article 1. Article 1 is not about the executive branch. It's about Congress. Yeah. But everybody knows the president is the boss. You can say all that real technical data, their technical meaning or whatever, but most people would say the president is the boss. Most people. Almost okay, all let's people. let's unpack that. So what does the boss mean to you, B? Uh, to me, are, are we talking about me or are we talking about what I think popular perception is? Because that's what I'm talking about. perception is? So you say the president's the boss. What does that mean? He's the guy in charge. He's the, the leader of the world. That's what, that's so, what, that's what popular so perception is. So does that is. mean he's above the law? Yes. That's what, that's what popular perception is. Is that Yes, he's above the law. So, so you're saying the popular, perce- per- popular perception says that we live in some sort of system where we either have a king, a monarch, or a chief of some type. Is that what you're saying? Nah, just the president. But I mean, we've lived in this life long enough to know that everybody doesn't play by the same rules, and the president plays by no rules. That's a very scary thing for somebody like me, for you to say that you believe that most people think the president's above the law. I believe it. I believe that most people most people have no idea what the three branches of government are. I doubt that, I if- doubt that most people even know that there are three branches. You know, if the president were above the law, Richard Nixon would have never have have uh, resigned. Eh, they got one. You think the other guys haven't done stuff that's not that's, that's out of bounds? Of course they have. They that's got not one. What we're talking about we're talking about articles of impeachment. I get you, but they've gotten one. Clinton didn't really go. He's not really going to go. They got Nixon, yeah, but well, you know what? Well, one, he didn't go because, quite frankly, everybody knew that it was. Bullshit. They started out at a real estate deal and got him to lie about a blowjob. Right. Two, he was in the, it was almost the end of his presidency anyway. Right. This is the end Three. Too. This is the end. He, no, no, he's, no, I'll, I'll get to that. Three, he was still well liked by both parties, even as this was going on. Now, why is Trump different? Because Trump is not at the end of his term. He's at the end of this term. But he's going to be running for a second term. Right. That has never happened. Each time a president has been impeached or on the verge of impeachment, they were in their last term. Yeah. So, Kunta, my question, though, is do you think that people aren't also paying attention to the fact that, like you, who said that those, ter- those Chinese tariffs were awful for our country and our, our ability to, to, uh, to have small businesses or big businesses even stay in business because everything's going to be so so expensive because of how much China's going to charge us for everything. Well, look, just the past week, I think the Dow Jones hit the, a market record. And that's solely based off of the announcement that China and the U.S. were coming to, to um, were in conversation, were coming to a deal. And that deal is based off the fact of those hard sanctions, that I mean, those tariffs that he put on China. And now they've buckled and they've come around. So you think that people aren't talking Wait, about that also? So what's the deal? You have any details about the deal? Well, the, the, why would I need to have details? That's not what we're talking. We you haven't gotten have that far yet. You have an announcement from the White House that they're close to a deal, right? Or that and, some sort of a deal has been made, right? But but the the Dow Jones had a that's the de- that's the detail. The market had a record day, not just this year, ever, ever. So all those economies doing awful things, it doesn't look that way, and most people see that as well. So when you're saying that. This is different. I don't think it's that different. I think that there are a lot of people who do like Donald Trump. 
And I think there are a lot of people who see that there is some value happening in this presidency, whether or not he was on the, on the phone doing things he shouldn't have been doing, non-presidently things. Uh, the Dow Jones had a market day. I mean, a, a record day. So you don't care? Didn't say um, that. Didn't say that. About, about how you think people don't care whether or not their vote matters in this country? I didn't say that. What I'm telling you is that people are seeing, you know, people are starting to see both sides. Because of how the Democrats have played their hand, it seems kind of bitchy. And so people are tired of bitches. You know, people are just tired of that. So when any, whereas before, I would say the past two and a half years, three years, what there's been is a lot of people just piling it all on Donald Trump. And I've been the only one saying, hey, well, I'm not the only one, but I've been one person saying, hey, there are going to be some good things that come out of this. They may not be perfect, but they're going to be some good things. And those things have been along the lines of prison reform and and the economy. So now we're actually seeing fruits of that. I think people are paying more attention to the fruits now of that. And so when they see a record day in, in the market, that's something that they're paying attention to. So they're, they're going to care less about this silly little bitchy impeachment that the Democrats are doing. And I'm saying that, and I'm not saying that because of how I feel. I'm saying that because I believe that the public opinion is starting to move. That needle is starting to move a little bit. And yeah, it's still, it's still fuck Donald Trump for most people. But I think that that needle is starting to move a little bit because people are starting to see the fruits of some of this stuff and they're now listening because they weren't listening before because they just, you, y'all had them tricked. They thought, yeah, fuck Donald Trump. But now people are starting to see that it's not all fuck Donald Trump because there's some things that are actually working out. Okay, so this is what I see. Uh, I see that you have a leader for a country who's literally, 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 literally laughed at by everybody else, all the older, all the other world's leaders and it's captured on tape. They laughed at him. They mocked him. I see no deal with North Korea on nuclear weapons and it's gone backwards. I see a sitting president who aligns himself only with Putin, a Drogan, and dictators. I see the continuing erosion of voting and protection of our elections. I see kids in cages. I see this president floundering to try to get a single fucking brick built in a wall that he thinks is going to keep out uh, illegal immigrants. I, I see continued losses of jobs for farmers and for automakers in places where he ran on a platform saying he was going to bring these jobs back despite the fact they're never going to fucking come back. I see all these things regarding to America's standing at home in a way which is continually to go the opposite direction. We're becoming a laughing stock among all the nations. And whether or not the Dow has a good day or a bad day is not going to fix all these things. Well, many of those things you said were not just, false. Not just, not just, you know, these are moral, ethical issues or what does our country stand for? Many of those things you said Reagan were false. said that the United States was going to be a... He's, he views the United States as a shining city on a hill. Nobody views us that way anymore. Bullshit. Bull, bullshit. 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 Stop it. That is what I'm talking that. about right there. First of all, the thing you said about the, the leaders of other countries laughing, there was no proof that they were laughing at Trump. They, they suspected that. What that's the what fuck are you talking about? They didn't say Trump's name. Google search, B. They didn't say Trump's name. That's what I'm saying. Like you, G7. Google they it. They did not say Trump's name, did they? Did they say Trump's name? You're saying it matter of fact like this. Then, then why did he why did he apologize? You're talking about two different things. Why did Justin Trudeau apologize? Okay. Here, here's 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 the the major point that I want to say, right? Okay. Everything that you're you want to touch though, you so they weren't they were making so because you don't because the Justin exactly Trudeau Donald Trump. Trump it is, is he Trump? 
No. So last year As when he Trump told everybody that, that I've done the most in the history of time than any other president did has Trump ever done apologize. United States history in front of the, in front of the uh, world leaders. And they all laughed. And he says, well, I wasn't expecting that. Justin Trudeau is not Trump. Did Trump apologize? I don't remember him apologizing. No, Justin Trudeau apologized. So what are we talking about? Mike, along with Boris Johnson and all the other Western leaders making fun of this motherfucker. Right. That's why he jumped on a plane and left early because he was sad. Yet everybody from all of their countries is dying to be here. No, they're not. Yes, they are. But that's why we Canadians have this. Canadians are dying to be here? Canadians, Canadians are sucking off of our tit, and they have been their entire existence. Canada would fall, would fall off in the water and be invaded in two months if we left. If we packed up and left by everyone, by anybody who wants it. Nobody really even wants Canada, but, but they could. We're the only thing protecting Canada. Everybody's trying to be here. Canadians like it here, too. Don't get it wrong. Everybody wants to be here. We're still the shining city on the hill. No, everybody wants to be here until they gotta go. Until they gotta go pay for prescription medication, and it's a problem. Oh man, come That's on! That's another man. thing that Trump said. People are dying to get here. To people are dying to get here. It's not. It, you're you're painting the picture. Yeah, people are dying way. to get here from the quote unquote shithole countries that he's building a wall everywhere. So he doesn't like people that you know have that actual real skin, actual real. People were in cages before Donald Trump got in office. It's, this is not this. Like you just say so many things, and it's that same old thing. But I, what I'm telling you is that people are tired of hearing that dumb shit. What they're hearing now is no, that people the market are tired had of seeing the day. dumb shit and the shit show that's been in the, our politics for the last three years. I don't people agree. People are tired of the world's leaders laughing at our head of state. I don't people agree. People are tired of a world leader who can't who can't talk better than a first grader. People are tired of a world leader Might who attacks children, literally children, sixteen. 13, 15-year-old children. People are tired of that. People are tired of him promising he's going to bring jobs back to the Everybody promises that. Every People are tired of him being a climate that. denier, and the climate is all fucked up literally everywhere in the United States. Climate is fucked up, but are humans the, the main cause of that? I don't know, Kunta, and neither do you. Neither do you, and neither do the scientists. They're just, they're, they have, they People have. People are tired of a war on <laughs> science and technology. There's no war on science. Scientists do their job. Their job is to test things. And sometimes they're right, sometimes they're wrong. More importantly, it's out of our scope to know whether or not are humans are the biggest, someone the, the biggest problem when it comes who to climate does change. does not reflect America's ideals. That we're one nation, what? indivisible. People are tired of being separated. People are, you are tired kidding? of saying no, that's one not, man that is, is above people, the law. That's not what people, people care about. That. That's not what people care about. Prior to him being president, every nigga you know was was raising Donald Trump up. Every nigga you know, and probably you, you probably were too. That he became president. Now everybody's they flipped the script, and it's a different thing. No, stop it. That's not what people are doing. That's not what people think. All the things you said is a very small group of people and you're going to lose because the majority doesn't agree with you. What the majority likes is a win. They like wins here. They like wins there. These fake ass wins Over that y'all are getting. Over 50% of the people in the United States agree with impeachment and removal. Yeah, well, let's see how, let's see how it works out and what happens in the, in the aftermath of that. I don't well, think, I don't think that you. get President Pence and that'd be terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't want Pence either, but I don't, honestly, I don't even think Trump is a great president, but you cannot talk about the negative shit if you're not willing to at least talk about some of the things that have worked out. And that's the pro that's what people are getting tired of. People are Nothing getting tired has worked of worked out in China yet. You're talking about one day of the Dow. I'm you, talking, you don't even so, know what the China, well, you don't even we know don't. what the deal is. You work out with China. We don't There's not one. We don't know what the deal is, but you see, there you go. There's, There's not, not one. one. That's There's just, not you're one. speculating. You have no idea either. 
If there was a deal, they announced what the deal was. They had there was no deal. There's not, not a deal yet. They're working on a deal. They're talking of about me, the deal. exactly. So there's nothing to talk about. He did the same shit with North Korea. Has North there, Korea? Uh, we're working well, on something that's imminent. Nothing. So are we? Is California gone yet? Because California was threatened to be gone by North Korea. Is California gone yet? Come on, man. Exactly. This is all ridiculous. No real military. Exactly. They don't like that. So what deal do we need to work with them? We don't need a deal. It's been like that forever since the DMZ was was created. Nobody gives a fuck about North Korea. Nobody's scared of North Korea. No we one. don't want North Korea to create nuclear nuclear uh, weapons so that they don't one blow up our allies or two give them people who don't like us. No one is afraid of North here. Korea. No American it's is afraid true. of. No American that's, is afraid of not, North Korea. That's not true. I'm just doing like you doing, just saying wild ass, bold uh, blanket statements that that are silly. I mean, come on, man. The, wait, wait. The, the, this ain't this. This is not. This can, is not the mothership, and no one's asking you to defend your Jay Smooth. So you will stop. I'm not, not defending gonna, anyone. I'm defending what I'm defending. What I'm defending is the idea that you cannot see both sides. I think that you need to see both sides. And you're saying there's nothing on the other side, but that's not true. That isn't a true no, statement. There's, there's, there's absolutely nothing. On the during the Trump presidency, that gotcha. outweighs. Oh, the here we go. Now outweighs outweighs status. So you admit there is something abroad. You so know, you, on the day that he that announced that the article is going to be written up, you know who who he chose to meet with at the White House? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Why is that important Russian, to you, Russian ambassador? Why is that important to you? Because the president of the United States is a Russian asset. Everything we've done in foreign policy oh, has done one thing, strengthened Russia, strengthened Vladimir Putin. Yeah. That is the problem. That is a huge problem. And your proof of that is what? Where, okay. the, where are the Russian tanks rolling into American streets? Where? Show me all that. American streets? That's not, you know, you're too smart for that. I'm just saying, so man. Go to, so go to, go, go, let's go to Syria. Uh-huh. So where are the Russian tanks? The Russian tanks are now patrolling with Turkey uh, and the Kurds where the American tanks used to be. Right. That means that they now have more influence. But that's but that it, kind of shit happens all the time in the Middle East. That's not new. That's not a Trump thing. That's an always thing. happened there for the last five years. Five. Ooh, five it whole micro, years? It's a micro... Well, five is probably not years? right. It's probably, it's probably longer than that. Be honest, you understand that you you don't necessarily fight a hot war. You, you know that. What well, does that tell you something you don't know? You don't always fight a hot war. You fight wars indirectly. Yeah, but that but the destabilization Foreign of the Middle East is, is always... The destabilization, the destabilization of the Middle East is always the Sunnis and the Shiites have been fighting there longer than me and you have been alive. So because it's always, we should we should uh, no, we can't blame we can't and, blame and one man. We, we can't it. blame one man for that shit being an upheaval. It's always an upheaval. One man, I sure as fuck can blame one man for having <laughs> one phone call with with Drogan and uh, saying, "Oh, that's a great idea. Let's oh, pull everybody out." So now we're going to start calling one man accountable. I guess we got to hold everybody accountable because we can call one man accountable when he's the commander in chief and removes all of our military assets from that from that point against all of his generals. Yeah, we're going to hold him. Yeah, we're going to that's what we're doing. Hold him accountable. I don't remember that's you holding right. Obama accountable for anything. And I've known you that long. So I don't remember you ever holding a, Obama accountable for anything. Why now? Obama, Why I hold today? President Obama accountable for not doing what he said, which is close Guantanamo Bay. That didn't happen. Oh, okay. What about the kids in cages? He had them too. What about the drone strikes? He had, he did that too. Like the I'm, drone I'm, strikes never stop under President Obama. I hold him accountable for that. The, the same amount of missiles fell with Bush as with Obama. Yeah, it's very, so, it's very, very uh, righteous of you now to 
be willing to say that. I just say no, I said that then. I we just didn't went, have a podcast then, B. You're right, we didn't. But I knew you and we talked. I don't remember you ever standing up in the Slack room saying, Hey man, Obama's full of shit when it comes to this. I've I don't remember you ever doing that. I'm almost a thousand percent sure. Don't be a thousand percent. That's not a real to number. The fact that um the crime rate in Chicago, Illinois, and he's a senator from Illinois, it would have he seems he would have done something or focused more on the crime rate that was in his home state. I think I said something to that effect. I must have my notifications off that day. Okay, man. (laughs) But President Obama wasn't perfect. There are no perfect presidents. Right. But not perfect and incompetent are two different things. Donald Trump's an incompetent president. I guess the the history books will tell. Well, the history books are going to say one thing. He's joined a very, very short list, a list of three. Yeah, and uh, and so you know he can spew all this BS at his rallies, like he's happy this is happening. He's not, right? Of course not. The Trump name will always have a black mark next to it, just like President Bill Clinton. As much as as you know, I like to think fondly of him. That obituary will still say he got impeached. Even though it wasn't re- impeachment or removal, he will. It's still going to be impeached. Right. And listeners, just to remind you of what's going to happen, or what I believe is going to happen. So, when the articles are sent for a full vote on the uh, rep- uh, House representatives, the House floor, and, and the articles are approved by a majority, and the Democrats have a majority, it will be among party lines. Senator Pelosi will then decide whether or not to send those articles to the Senate. Not whether or not when to send them to the Senate. Once they go to the Senate, there will be a trial. I've already talked, told you guys that uh, the Senate senators will act as jurors. The the majority leader, Mitch McConnell, will act as the as the foreman. Chief Justice will be the preside of the Supreme Court will be the presiding judge. Though what exactly the Chief Justice can do and won't do, no one really knows. Why? Because just like in the House, the Senate rules for a trial pretty sketchy. They kind of can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Did you know that, B? Did not know that. Yeah, there's no real rules for this shit other than the bare bones in which I told you that it takes, the senators will act as, as jurors, the he, the majority leader will be the jury foreman, Supreme Court justice, uh, uh, chief justice will, will be presiding judge, uh, the house Representatives will have a team that will uh, that will uh, present whatever evidence is allowed to be heard. The president will have an opportunity to have his defense there as well, and it will take two thirds of the United States senators. Two thirds. So there's a hundred senators. Two thirds for removal. That's not going to fucking happen. Politics is too tribal, and even politics were not tribal. For a removal would be, you don't want the country. That would be not a good thing for the country. Could you, would you agree on that, B? I don't believe there's going to be a civil war, but yeah, it would be bad. So, even though we know that that's not good and that it's unlikely, we're still being shown by Mitch McConnell that it's going to be more of a facade than not a facade. Meaning, they're not even going to try to pretend as if they're taking this seriously. 
So we'll see what happens. Uh, at the end of the day, Donald Trump will still be president, but he will be impeached uh, in the House. And, you know, be honest, is talking about the Dow, the Dow and the economy and these magical deals with China that we don't know the details of. And, and that's going to be for independents and moderates to decide what they want to do with this. At the end of the day, we're kind of where we were about two years ago, or about about a year ago, not two years, when we first started the podcast. If you don't like Trump, you still don't like Trump. If you like Trump, you like him even more. That's not the real problem, though, Kunta. That's Neither not, of those sides are enough to get Trump reelected. That's not it's the people problem. in the middle. But see, that's what I was about to say, though. That's not the problem. The problem is that we don't like any of the Democrats. None of them. None of them. We don't like any of them. The podcast, sir. <laughs> I know, but I but I, I feel what you're. I feel your pain. I feel what you're saying. But there's no one electable on the Democratic side, and that is a problem. I don't have an answer to that. But it's late in the evening. History's being made. You'll look back at these times that we're living in. You'll probably express what you think. You know, I'm slowly transitioning to an old, angry black guy, so... Hey, Kunta, man, we hope you feel better, man. Black on both sides. We're nothing is black and white. 